What is good, guys? It's me, your friendly neighborhood nerd, the Babo, and hey, um, I am gonna try something out a little bit different here. So, um, this is new. This is the first time I've done this uh, format, really. But I am going to record live on Instagram, and this will be the new, well, a new form of Babo's blog. Um, I wanted to go ahead and get back behind the mic, get my feet wet, and be able to actually, like I said, reconnect with the audience that was listening to my shows, and kind of, like I said, get more content out for you guys. Let's go ahead and just kind of start crank it up, uh, crank it up on this end. Um, this will all be kind of like raw, unedited um, here on Instagram Live, but you guys will have a more polished version that will come out on my rss feed so you'll be able to listen to it afterwards if you didn't catch the full live here i'll go ahead and kind of reiterate that as people come in things of that nature so today on this episode of bobo's block we're going to be doing um retcons and reboots yeah it's going to be me talking about a few news stories that have gone throughout the day couple things that I want to go ahead and go through but we'll also be going over retcons and reboots as the main topic why did I pick retcons and reboots? Because, one, they're very prevalent right now in 2019, going into 2020. But also, um, this is basically a reboot of Bobo's block. Hey, what's going on, Jet? Hey, I see you in there, man. Um, this is a reboot and also a retcon because Bobo's block used to be a panel show. It was me group of people and we would talk me and my friends would go with guests and things like that but this is going to be a solo show it's going to be me um kind of coming at you guys apparently wrinkled um i will iron my shirt next time <laughs> all right so i will be firstly plugging a lot of stuff that i'm going to be doing um a lot of stuff that you guys need to know about. I've been doing a lot as of late, and I have updates for everything for all of my former listeners and newer listeners. I want to thank you for hopping on to the block, and um, let's see how this ride goes. Firstly, I want to shout out to my Patreon. You can go ahead and um, subscribe to my Patreon campaign. That helps me put out shows like this all the time. Um, this will give me the actual ability to go ahead and, like I said, record, get more into working in my own space and things of that nature. What's going on, JD? Um, I have really been kind of like in a hibernation state um, for the last year or so, and I wanted to get back into going into me behind the mic. So here I am. Hey, Rebecca, what's going on? Um, for guys just joining me, this is going to be kind of like a reboot of my old podcast, Bobo's Lock, but I will be doing it here on Instagram um, over live on Mondays. I'm going to kind of announce it now. On Mondays at 2 p.m., I'll come on Instagram live and I'll record an episode, and then from that episode, it'll be uploaded to my RSS feed. So, um, today's topic, as I said, is reboots and retcons. What we're going to go ahead and start off with is just a little bit of news. Um, there are some shows and some other um, things that are coming out that I want to go ahead and talk that fit the theme of reboots and retcons. Firstly, um, there, well, I'm a big comic book junkie, and a big reboot that has been going on for the last. I don't know, a few months or so, has been the House of X and Power of X series from Marvel. And they have really knocked it out of the park. It kind of gave a new origin story for the X-Men and kind of given a new um, breadth of life to characters that we've grown up and known for so long. I highly recommend that you kind of take a look at it if you read comic books or not. Um, if you don't, like, there are other mediums that you can enjoy that um, as well. But we'll get into that later. So... Um, what's another story that I wanted to get on? Oh, I wanted to touch on Watchmen. Watchmen is not necessarily a reboot or a retcon, but more of a retelling of the story that we have kind of grown to know. I am a huge fan of Watchmen. I went and read the original comic book or graphic novel, and I also have watched the movie thousand times over um i have the director's cut in my in my personal collection but they are doing a different angle with this new hbo series for watchmen um regina king is playing the main protagonist angela but she also is going my sister knight um it's her hero name but is she's not really a hero she's a cop and this is where it turns everything on its ear in this continuity of watchmen 
the cops are the ones who wear the mask. Um, there's there are villains who are dressed up, and there's a there's an antagonist that kind of basically goes about their their way of trying to make things difficult, like killing um, forty cops on Christmas Eve. Kind of messed up. Uh, <laughs> they're called the Seventh Cavalry, but um, it's not only just the dynamic of how they're telling the story this time with Watchmen, but it's the story that they're telling. They actually began it in Tulsa, Oklahoma during the massacre of Black Wall Street. And that was a real wake up for a lot of people because that story doesn't get told on the mainstream as much and for a lot of people to see that for the first time was a little bit like, wow, okay. And <laughs> a lot of people didn't think it actually happened. So I wanted, I wanted to at least kind of talk about Watchmen as well. We're on episode two of Watchmen. With episode one, like I said, we started off with the Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, Black Wall Street Massacre, but then we moved into 2019. We moved into the actual present day. Hey, JoJo, what's going on? Um, when we did that, we saw a brand new world almost, and you kind of have to feel your way about it because there's a shift that you're just not really sure about but they get more into it in, in season well in episode two but um there's a paragon shift of the minorities are the majority and they are the ones who have the main um source of power or like kind of political advantage and edge or so um there were reparations um for said massacre of black wall street i think they call them retrodations in the actual continuity of watchmen um, where if you were a descendant of the massacre or the rise of 1921, I want to say, they basically give you reparations. Um, you are a citizen who is protected, and you also have um, different different privileges from others. So yeah, but um, that's an underlying thing. But the whole main thing, well, the whole main storyline is revolved around the main villain or the cult, really, the Seventh Calvary. They are rorschach worshippers um if you guys remember rorschach from the original watchman um series he was the detective who kind of wrote down the journal he was the narrator of the actual story that we were reading and the police are kind of like on edge because the rorschachs were the ones who <laughs> yeah we're doing a little bit of comic talk i'm actually talking reboots and retcons i'm gonna get into other like series and movies but right now i'm talking about Watchmen um because the series is just so good so well written i just want to kind of give my little piece on it or so um we find out that regina king's character she is going to be a pivotal part in this conspiracy um we we don't even know what the conspiracy is but um an old man um is kind of well, not a, just a random old man, but it's a big twist. I don't want to give it away. Um, but yeah, old man has kind of been watching her moves and stuff like that. And he knows that she's um, still a part of the police force and she wears a mask and stuff. This gives us a, a, a fresh take on the Watchmen world because they were so adamant about heroes or vigilantes, I would say, wearing masks. And they didn't want people who were in masks to save them because what are they actually hiding? Um, I will say that this turns it on its ear because the police now are basically unpowered vigilantes, um, but they're doing the best that they can with a situation that they're not really too sure about anymore because with the climate it is now in our 2019 with police and police and citizen um, relationships and the actual how can I put this like eloquently? <laughs> the, the 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 talks of police brutality and the talks of other um yeah 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 what's up what's going on Charles yeah we're going I'm on here live real quick um I'll get into the topic just to let you know but yeah go ahead and post it in the Discord go ahead and post it in the Discord um but yeah I um get into the topic of police brutality and like I said excessive force and there's mm, a lot of excessive force in this in this show but it kind of walks that line because they're 
doing this to a what would seem to be a white supremacist terrorist group. So I have like full on mixed feelings because like okay, they're overstepping their boundaries, but they're doing it to white supremacists and neo Nazis. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, all right. So we're, we're trying to figure out the mystery of how to stop the how to stop the actual 7th Cavalry from kind of uprising and kind of resurging again before another massacre happens. What they do give you is a lot of hints on a lot of Easter eggs to the old Watchmen experience. Um, they do give a lot of plugs to Mr. Manhattan. There's a whole thing going on with an old man in his mansion and his butler and his maid. Um, <laughs> the police own an owl, a night owl ship. I don't know. I don't know if Dan was working with police all over the world, all over the country at this point, or what happened. But like, yeah. But there are also so many different layers because, in the middle of everything happening, it just started raining squid, like literally raining squid, and I <laughs> didn't know what was going on. I literally sat there and watched my TV. I was like, "Are we having a plague right now? Are we having a plague?" Ah. So I hope they're going to get into that a little bit more. I think they're going to. I think they're calling it interdimensional rifts or interdimensional events. What's going on, Amari? Um, so we will see where they go with that or how that plays into the whole Watchmen experience. But I do highly recommend you guys check out Watchmen. If you guys go ahead and check it out on HBO, um, they have HBO Go or HBO Now, whichever one you want to uh, are able to subscribe to. Amazon Prime has the series as well. If you have a Prime membership or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's really real, will, uh, really well written and very well acted. And um, as people have been pointing out, very well lit because you could. Someone said that if you're in a dark farm in the middle of the night and there's a black woman in a black hoodie and a black mask and you can still see her facial features, Game of Thrones needs to learn how to like light things on there. Um, I want to say HBO. Go HBO now is like ten, eleven, or so. I have to um, double check. I haven't had it in a minute, but like, um, if they went up on the price, I'll let you, I'll definitely let you know. But I used to have it to watch Game of Thrones. Well, I had it, and two other people watched Game of Thrones on my account. So, <laughs> hey, what's going on, Yolanda? Um, so yeah. Again, like I said, if you guys are just joining me here today, this is an episode of Bobo's Block, and I will be doing um, the topic of reboots and retcons. And like I said, there are a lot of reboots and retcons coming down the pipe. So this is just like a short list of movies that they're um, looking to reboot or franchises that they're trying to get going between like now and 2022. So we have Set It Off is in the works. Um, you have Coming to America, which is almost done. It's in production at the moment. Um, there was talks of New Jack City. That's just in kind of like production talks of putting together a script. Um, we have... What's the, what's the one? I'm, there's a lot of these things on here, but like I'm not going to read off a couple of the ones that you guys will probably know more fr more so than just like the, the, like the abstract ones that are really old. So they're thinking of doing a reboot of The Crow. I probably wouldn't <laughs> with what happened on the on the set last time. Um, but yeah, that is looking to do American Werewolf in London. Um, this one actually caught my eye because I was a f big fan of the series. They're thinking about rebooting Drop Dead Fred, so that's going to be a little bit fun to watch. Um, Starship Troopers. So... Starship Troopers really gets close to like my heart because it was one of my one of the movies I watched when I would go on um, we would go on like college tours and stuff like that. We would have like certain movies like Cheapest Creepers, Willard, Starship Troopers, or whatever to watch. And what we <laughs> what I realized is that when Earthlings come up against aliens, we just lose. We just take an L. And I don't know why we always think we can just go colonize people's worlds, but we take hard L's in space. And then I was actually watching War of the Worlds, which is another remake, um, the one with Tom Cruise. And, like, honestly, we didn't win War of the Worlds. We, they just got sick and died, and we counted it as a W. We still lost. Like, they, they won. 
But yeah, <laughs> I disregard that. So there are talks right now of rebooting or remaking the never-ending story. And I don't know if I want that. Like, it's just a timeless classic that I feel like just needs to be remastered. I wouldn't want a new Atreyu. And I wouldn't want a new um, princess and everything. Um, so yeah, so there's also t- there's our well Akira is actually in pro- well in talks of production right now. They have a script, they have a director, they have um, Takia Watiti. He's going to the guy who did Thor Ragnarok, and he's done a lot of other great movies like just go through his IMDb. I can't even list them all. But yeah, um, there's talks about redoing American Psycho. Um, there's talks about doing The Birds. Um, The Birds, I had to literally, like, watch that, like, by myself to actually see why it was so scary. But yeah, The Birds is terrifying. It's super terrifying. Um, there's looks to be doing The Highlander. Now, that was one of my favorite series growing up, Highlander. Um, especially the Duncan McLeod, uh, the Duncan McLeod stories. That was my Highlander. Um, if people don't know, there's really been, like... Duncan, I think there's been like four Highlanders that they focused on. There was three guys and one woman, and yeah, that's. I I hope they do Duncan McLeod because they're saying an immortal Scottish swordsman, but the first two were both Scottish, so never know. Um, I think they say Chad Stavsky is going to be directing that, so that's going to be weird. Um, we're also looking to get a new Little Shop of Horrors, so that's going to be nice. Um, <laughs> one that I was surprised to see that they're going to try and reboot is Scarface. And Diego Luna is going to be playing the infamous role of Scarface. Now, Diego Luna is an amazing actor, and my last um, encounter with him was in Rogue One, I want to say. Yeah, Rogue One. And uh, I really loved, really loved his work there, and he's just so believable when he's in in form he's one of those kind of like actors like james mcavoy when he put on the character he puts on the character so yeah um they're looking redoing the bodyguard that's going to be interesting i feel like they're going to cast ariana grande just saying um trying to see what's another one. Oh, weird science is looking to be getting a reboot that was one of my favorites growing up as well <laughs> I'm hitting on some. <laughs> um, let me see. Let's see what they're Oh, they're trying to do uh, all all women Expendables movie. So this is that's going to be interesting, but I don't know why. Not like to say like why is that a bad thing or whatever, but like why isn't like why do we need another Expendables movie? That's really what I want to know. Um, they're thinking about redoing, well, what is, okay, no, they just did re, redid, um, Jacob's Ladder, I didn't even know that, um, Michael, yeah, Michael Ely was in this, okay, and Michael Ely, um, did Jacob's Ladder, ah, and here's the one I was looking for, 2021, they are looking to redo Mortal Kombat, like, old school Mortal Kombat, like, Mortal Kombat that wasn't supposed to get a sequel, so that's why we killed off Johnny Cage because he didn't want to be in it. <laughs> um, so we're looking to have Jessica McNee, um, Mikat Brooks, um, Hiroyuki Sonata as Lucane. Oh, Louis Tan is going to probably be Lucane, and um, Hiroyuki Sonata may either be like one of Sub Zero or Scorpion. But yeah, I would love Louis Tan as um freaking. Luke Kane. Luke Kane is so damn. He's so good in action movies. Like, if you ever get a chance, um, check out, firstly, Into the Badlands, season three. Louis Tan is in that one. Um, and also, go ahead and check out, I want to say, it was like episode 12 of the first season of Iron Fist. That was Louis Tan. He was the drunken master. And it was literally the only time that the fighting was so on point in, in Iron Fist and I was like this man should have been Iron Fist but we gave it to I, I, I digress um, so yeah so what else oh Tom Cop is looking to get a new reboot and I think that's really it for the ones that you guys probably would know there's stuff like Voltron on here I don't think like there's Navy in, in the works yet some, some of these things are just kind of like in talks um like they're thinking about doing a new battle royale 
New Day of the Dead, Ghost Graduation, a new Hellraiser, that would be nice. Um, I know they were doing a Legend of Conan. Oh, so yeah, here it is, Spawn. They just announced that Spawn would be getting a reboot. I have no clue who they're going to pick to do Spawn, like the actual main character of Spawn, because Michael J. White was like kind of really the the epitome of Spawn, just how we thought like Wesley Snipes was the epitome of Blade, but um, I would I probably would like to see um, somebody like a Yaha. Um, yeah, yeah, huh? the guy, wait, what was he at? He, uh, I want, I can't remember his last name, but it's, it's so difficult. But like, yeah, he's also actually in Watchmen. He plays the husband in Watchmen, but he, he, he would be a good, um, Al Jacobs. But yeah, so I would go ahead and look into that. So let me see. All right. So now we're going to talk about some retcons. So firstly, We'll talk about the retcons of this show. Um, like I said, we're first moving from a panel format to just a solo show. It's going to be me sitting here talking to you guys. I will be plugging some stuff, and I'll be also going over some information that we would kind of be needing to know. Um, so, firstly, let's go ahead and get into the plugs. If you guys know me, you can follow me anywhere on social media by this same, um, this same at. Bobo FNN, um, B-O-B-B-O FNN, and you also find me as well on YouTube now. You can go ahead and check YouTube for Friendly Neighborhood Nerd, Bobo, and now we'll be there. Um, I have a couple of videos up. Go ahead and give me a like and a subscribe over there if you want to. Um, and also go ahead and check out my Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Bobo, B-O-B-B-O. When you go over to Patreon, I have... Um, I want to say about four to five tiers that you can go into. I will go in and run those down now just to kind of let you guys um, know what they are. And also, like I said, give you a little bit of a hint of what you can get. When you support me, it basically goes straight back into what I'm doing. I'll be able to um, really get... How can I say? I will be able to get better quality content out for you guys. I'll be able to um, do better cameras and things like that. But I will be able to let you know um, updates, and you get exclusive things through. Yeah, you get exclusive things through our, our Patreon subscription. So here we are. I will go ahead and let you know that um, the first layer is a dollar. It is just like I said, just kind of letting you get into the actual Patreon ecosystem um, with this dollar a month one. And basically, it's just thank you. You'll get a special shout out from me on my um, on my on my Twitter, um, and also when we do little things like that on Patreon, say like post and and other little informational thing that comes up, you'll be able to kind of see it as well, okay? Um, $5 is where really things kind of get kicked off. This is called the open mic. The open mic will be able to provide you these benefits. You'll get exclusive Patreon-only access, but you'll also get to access to a podcast called, well, I was going to call it Kicking It, but I've been calling it Twiddling My Thumbs everywhere else, and I've already recorded myself saying Twiddling My Thumbs, so I'm going to call it Twiddling My Thumbs. Um, when you become a member of that tier, you'll be able to see, um, like I said, see those episodes when they come out, and you'll also get to vote on polls to where, hey, you could say, I want you to talk about this this month on, on Twiddling My Thumbs, and I'll go ahead and do it, because I'm here for you guys. Um, $15 a month will get you to the podcaster level. This is where you will receive early early access to all reviews and posts that also go into my Patreon feed. And you'll get <laughs> exclusive clips from my shows such as um, my YouTube channel. And I also have a new show coming out that's going to be called You Feel the Casuals with um, the dashing cam, the most dashing gamer in Jacksonville, and our homie Josh. Um, I, we haven't gotten a name for him, so it's just Josh right now. And I also have a, a show coming out for my upcoming, hopefully upcoming, chat book called Money for Rocks. The chat book will be of the same name. It will be all of my poetry that you guys have heard me either do at open mics or if I probably like said, post it online or so. You'll be able to go ahead and just read my poetry and also support me that as well. Also, you get access to all of my old shows, such as Thunder Dragon Radio, The Couch Potato Sessions, and old episodes of Bobo's Block that I still have in archive, okay? 
That's at the $15. $25 a month will get you your comic book junkie level. You'll receive everything that I've told you before, but you'll also get weekly video content and updates from me each Thursday. I do Patreon for Thursdays, okay? Exclusive passages from the upcoming chat book, um, Money for Rocks. So the passages that you guys will receive will probably be new poetry that I'm going to be putting into this book. I have a few poems slated for just this book, so yeah. And you'll get a copy of the first print of my chat book when it's released. That's at the $25 marker. $35, you guys are actually really helping me out here. That would be so dope. And this will be stepping into the ring. If you guys did not know, I'm also a professional wrestler. And when I say stepping into the ring, you step into the ring with me virtually. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't body slam you guys. Don't worry. So you get monthly access to photo shoots from me as my wrestling persona, Bobby Ledger, or the Game Changer. And you get exclusive behind-the-scenes vi- behind video and audio content from me and my travels, going around wrestling at different promotions, and also, like I said, doing podcaster stuff. So, yeah, so you guys will be able to enjoy things like that with me. And um, I do have one last level. Um, this last level is $3,000. And it's called Do Not Buy This Tier. <laughs> Seriously, don't. Like, why would you even do this to yourself? I really put this here to see if you were paying attention. But even if you do somehow click on this and begin a monthly subscription for $3,000 a month, I have no choice but to marry you. So, boom. You have a whole babo. Hope you enjoyed that. So that's my Patreon, guys. Um, you guys will be able to go on there and see exclusive content. Um, right now, everything but, I believe, um, the first episode of the podcast, or the exclusive podcast, is open to everyone. Um, but beyond that, you guys will be able to kind of see a few things here and there. I have like a few reviews up there, and also, like I said, just some upcoming news and things of that nature. So, like I said... You have your Patreon, you have my YouTube, and you also have my social media. So you guys can follow me and also support me as much as you, as much as you're av- available to. And just liking, sharing, subscribing also really helps. Because the more people who like, share, and subscribe and also follow this podcast, I will have this podcast up for you guys either later this evening or probably tomorrow morning. But it will be on iTunes, Stitcher, and on Spotify. You can find it at... Let me see if I remember this. <laughs> Bobblesblock dot Bobblesblock.podomatic.com. Yeah, so Bobblesblock, the name of the show, B O B B O S B L O C K dot Podomatic P O D M A T C M A T I C Podomatic. There's an O in there. Yeah. Um <laughs> com, and you guys will be able to listen and subscribe to my show and like I said kind of get back into kicking it on the block with me, man. Um for everybody who's new, I do want to thank you for joining me here today and also for the people who have um come back to the block. Hey, welcome back. You guys know you are always family. Um I wanna give a shout out to everybody who's watching me live on Instagram right now. You guys have really don't know how nervous I was a little bit about this because it could have been going really bad or it could have gone really how it is now and just kind of okay. <laughs> I, I I get really nervous and I want to make sure I do things properly. But yeah, but this gives me the ability to kind of set myself up to be behind the mic when I do live shows and when I'm going to be doing other content that's coming up next month. So. Um, before we get into retcons and a list of retcons that people hate so much, um, I will let you guys know that I have a busy November coming up and I want you guys to be involved, okay? So November is going to be a lot. So November 1st, I have a wrestling match in Orlando that is going to be with I Believe in Wrestling at Team Visions Dojo down in um, Orlando, Florida. So if you guys want to come out and see me body slam people and take on the Florida heavyweight champion, Dion. Cole, I will be there for you to steal me. Um, we'll be able to get you down there, get your tickets and all that stuff like that. On November 2nd, I will be at Ring of Fire. Um, that is a charity show with DCCW. DCCW is putting on a charity show at, I want to say it's at Safe Harbor Christian Church out there in Glen St. Mary. I'll double check that information for you guys. When you this podcast goes up, I'll basically have it in the description below. Um, November the 9th, I will be at Portress. I will be 
in podcaster mode not wrestling mode so you guys will be um able to come out and listen to some live podcast um i will be running a podcast table i will be calling it the voices in bold um because we are in the bold city and our voices need to be heard and i will have six shows with me six shows um of probably well, card subject card is subject to change as we like to say in wrestling we will be having um shit talk no fragrance we will have strong friend check-in i will be having um crown talk with rebecca uh, and i also will be on one show called will there be sushi <laughs> um if need be we will have We'll have a couple other shows as well coming coming in with us. If you have a podcast yourself that you want to get on there, the least promotional information at our podcast table, hit me up. I really want to big up every podcast in Jacksonville. I, I love my podcast family out here. Shout outs to Reduce Lunch Podcast. Shout out to, again, Strong Friend Check-In. Um, shout outs to... Uh, shout out to my po- my podcast. <laughs> shout out to you for the casuals. Shout out to um, picking the brain. Shout out to searching for lost keys. These are the ones that I produce. I'll if you guys want to know about them, I hit, hit me up a little bit later about those shows as well. Shout out to um, like I said, shit talking of fragrance. Shout out to short box podcast. Shout out to everybody who I interact with and and really just rock with in jacksonville podcast wise um so yeah so we're gonna go ahead and oh i wasn't even done with my november jesus i'm kind of scatterbrained right now like i said this is my first time first time doing this ig stuff so it's kind of like keeping me on there i see you say you need some um info um charles i'll make i'll definitely get you the info bro like i said we'll be able to link up and um get that information for you to where my wrestling matches are and all this stuff that i'll be getting okay um so yeah so where was i at portress Porch Fest. So, yeah, that is going to be, um, like I said, from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. You guys will be able to come out and see me do my Thug Dizzle. Um, let's go ahead and move into the next date. That will be November the 16th. I will probably be doing a show. Um, <laughs> I'll probably be doing a show with a group of friends of mine. We're going to keep that open right now. We have to finalize a bit of the details. And then the 22nd, I will be throwing an art show. That art show will be called Midnight Marauders. It is a tribute to A Tribe Called Quest. When I get around this time of the year, I love listening to A Tribe Called Quest. It's kind of like my like my Christmas music. <laughs> I go through the full anthology of Tribe Called Quest songs. So yeah, I definitely want to do a Tribe Called Quest art show. It's going to be featuring a few people that I rock with on a daily basis. Um, I love all of my artists that are in Jacksonville, and they have some amazing work that you guys definitely have to come see. Um, Midnight Marauders will be at eight two zero A Philip Randolph Boulevard, and that's going to be Jacksonville, Florida, and I think. 322456 something like that but yeah um it'll be 820 a philip randolph jacksonville florida that's going to be on the 22nd of november midnight marauders remember that all right i'll also be posting on all my socials and i'll also be putting it out there so you guys can kind of follow me and keep up with um all the stuff that's going on in my calendar um as well i believe i also have a couple of other things coming up but they're still kind of hush hush right now i want to be able to announce them properly so when i do you guys will be the first to know about it um and yeah so other recons for this show if you guys don't know um or if you're just joining us on here again like i said this is bobo's block this is a reboot of my old podcast that i used to do in a new format which is a retcon of what i used to um do for a, a monthly basis i'm gonna probably move it up to weekly because I ain't got no life. <laughs> I do, but because <laughs> I just literally told you what the fuck I'm doing. But yeah, um, <laughs> I I just I want to be able to be able to get comfortable again behind this mic. So yeah, Bubbles Block um, retconning itself to kind of like a more topical kind of topical news type ish. Um, I want to talk about retcons that people hate it in comics right now. I know. I'll do a lot of comic-based stuff, but that's kind of what I love. And that's kind of what Bobble's Block has always been about. Comic books, fandom, and all the things of that nature. So, 
There are something. All right. So if you never knew what retcon meant, it's retroactive continuity. That basically means you get into a storyline and you change something just because you didn't want, you didn't like it. You just changed it. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are other reasons why people do retcons. It's just continuity needs to be cohesive and also um, flow with the narrative that is around it. So comic books constantly change people may say that like they're stagnant or they keep the same thing going or it's always this that and the third or whatever but comic books constantly change so we have to change up stuff or change up backstories to make it fit with what we're reading now so um if you ever have (laughs) been around nerds or so and you see us going crazy about um a change they made to a character that's a retcon like one of the major retcons that people hated um as of late has been what well, was the captain america secret hydra agent retcon so what they did with captain america is he was a a deep sleeper agent of <laughs> of hydra and he betrayed america and turned america into kind of like a post-apocalyptic di- um dystopia and yeah people hated that because one hydra are nazis and captain america was jewish and his creators were jewish so that's kind of messed up um and it just kind of goes against everything with captain america and like they had to retcon the retcon because what they did is say that he was a captain america um that was from another earth and switched out and our captain america was placed into a void or something like that and he came out and he punched the shit out of the other captain america but honestly they did that to kind of do a shock and awe because at that time sam wilson was captain america and captain or steve rogers was just steve rogers running around in a captain america suit because once you pass a mantle on you really don't have that name anymore so yeah um Sam kind of gave up being Captain America because fuck that shit. It's literally his words. Um, he owes nobody. He owes nobody nothing. He's been betrayed by everybody, and nobody liked him. So he gave up being Captain America and went back to being Falcon. Um, so a lot of stuff kind of shifted around with that, and they it's just kind of messed up the continuity. But like everything was already thrown out after the next thing or whatever. So yeah. Um, the biggest retcon that I will say is. Crisis on Infinite Earths for DC. Um, it's not that people really didn't like it. There were certain things inside of it that people didn't like. One thing was Superman or Superboy Prime punching the F out of the source wall and breaking the entire the entire universe. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you liked Hydra Cap? Well, you're a villain. You're a villain, Jet, so of course you would like Hydra Cap. But yeah, um, Superboy Prime, we, we, me and um, DJ Horace, we always had a joke, a running joke, that we don't talk about Superboy Prime. Superboy Prime is in the box, and we do not speak of Superboy Prime. But for this, I have to talk about him. He was like the most ov- overpowered version of Superman that you can think of. But like, he's so overpowered that I told, I told you, he punched the universe, and he broke it. He just punched it and it just shattered. And I was like, what is life? But um, if you guys also heard, they're actually doing a adaptation, I will say, of Crisis on Infinite Earths for the CW Arrowverse. And this one, we don't have a Superboy prom, so nobody's punching um, the universe into, into, <laughs> into shards. Um, but this one is going to be huge because this is kind of setting up the end of Arrow. Arrow has been an ongoing series for a while. Like, I think I want to say like seven years. Like, I don't know how Supernatural got 11, but like Arrow only got seven. But people have hate for Arrow, so I will not get into that. So, um, I'm actually a big Arrow fan, and I really enjoyed the series, and I hate to see it go, but it, it's probably time. Um, things do need to progress on. Things need to change. We have new heroes on the block. We have new um, vigilantes that have emerged throughout the Arrowverse. Um, we have, like I said, Batwoman, Black Lightning. We have the entire new cast of Legends of Tomorrow because everybody has been cycled out of there. And um, you have to say goodbye to a lot of people like Brandon Roth's character, Ray Palmer. Um, Brandon Roth is playing two people in it. He's playing Ray Palmer and Ray Palmer's leaving, but he's also playing Superman Prime. And that's the biggest thing about 
about this Crisis on Infinite Herbs. It's kind of giving us everything we ever wanted. So, firstly, we're getting Brandon Roth coming back as Superman. And you're also getting Tom Welling from Smallville coming back as Superman. But you're also getting Kevin Conroy from Batman the Animated Series doing Bruce Wayne as old Bruce Wayne from Batman Beyond looks like. And you're also getting hints for Blue Beetle finally. And you're getting so many other characters that, you, like, you're getting Pariah. You're getting so, like, it's just such deep cuts they're doing. I'm really shook about how they're going to fit it all in there. But I'm super excited to see it. Um, Black Lightning is finally joining the Arrowverse cast. Like, he's going to be in that shit. So it's going to be nice. Uh, they changed the cast, like, they changed it up the cast or whatever because they. If it's the contract thing. It's just they can't keep everybody on contract all the same time or whatever. And, like, it's just they have to cycle out people, though. That's the only thing. Like, they have to cycle out a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, with this infinite, this crisis on Infinite Earth, we, you may even see references to DC's Titans. Um, if you guys watch DC Universe's shows, which are actually good, side note plug, Go check out Doom Patrol and go check out Titans. Titans is super gritty and like super violent, but it's really good. And Doom Patrol is really it's just wholehearted, wholehearted fun. But yeah, um, where was I? Ah, Infinite Crossing Infinite Nerds. So yeah, Crossing Infinite Nerds is is a is a controversial but yet pivotal retcon that happened. Um, another one that we'll go back to Marvel with was Spider-Man. Well, he had a couple. <laughs> I'm going to go firstly with One More Day. Um, one More Day was really messed up because it kind of took the entire buildup of what Spider-Man is or who who his character really does things for and just threw it all in the trash. So, <laughs> um, Aunt May gets sick and she's old. Aunt May's about to die, and he's like, I just want to save her, and she's, and of course, who comes out, but the manifestation of the devil of Marvel, um, <laughs> Mephesto, and he goes, alright, I got you, homie, but you gotta do one thing, you have to, you have to literally never, you have to erase all of the history between you and your wife and never be together, so he some fucking reason agrees to it but asks for one more day with Mary Jane and that's what we're going through is that one last day and yeah it's stupid it's so stupid like you just literally throw everything in the trash um then there was another one where they had to retcon something with Gwen Stacy where she had an affair with Norman Osborn while she was dating Harry Osborn which was kind of awkward so yeah that 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 happened. Um, there have been stuff like that with Batman too, like through the Killing Joke. Um, they kind of stopped talking about it, but like um, in the original, in the Killing Joke, Bruce and Barbara Gordon have did the do, and um, Barbara's pregnant, but she's dating Dick, um, and and Dick was like, "Yo, that's not my kid. And whose kid is it?" And Bruce is like. Mm. So yeah, so that causes some tension. Um, so yeah, that's another thing they had to kind of change or kind of make go away. Um, there are a lot of things that we that we see in comic books that just get changed up or, or re renewed um, so often that honestly, like you you really just kind of go with the punches and you know that nothing really kind of lasts forever. So like i.e. the clone saga for spider-man or say the death of superman or even the death of wolverine like i knew i knew these people were like i didn't know superman was coming back that was when i was like oh my god but yeah because i was small but like all this stuff i knew this stuff was not gonna last long even when they're changing things now because um DC has a continuity shift coming up they're gonna call 5g or fifth generation and literally all of our heroes that we know are passing down their mantle. And this is going to kind of be a jump into the future to see who takes up um, the mantle of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, um, Aquaman, all that, all that kind of stuff. We kind of, they're kind of rolling out this stuff now. Um, we know who's going to be Batman. Um, we know that 
Superman's son is going to take over the mantle because he's kind of double aged up. Um, it's been weird with with his son. I want it's not Connor, not the clone, but this is John, John L. Um, he first went through one time skip with his age when he was. Um, with the Legion of Superheroes. Then he went through another time skip when he um, went with his grandfather, Jor-El. And now he's like, I want to say he's like 18, 19. And then they're going to do another time skip up with 5G. He's going to be where Superman is now. And it's like mid, yeah, early to mid-30s. And he's going to be Superman. But he kind of like sits his dad down like, hey, I'll take it from here. Um, Wonder Woman, she has a niece that is going to be taking over her mantle. It's not going to be Donna Troy, or it's not going to be Wonder Girl as we thought, but, like, it's going to be a new child. Um, Green, well, I'm going to do these last two, these two for last. Um, Impulse will be taking over, of course, for Barry, um, because that's his grandson. Um, he's kind of stuck here from the future so he kind of takes over from that point and i wanted to say the last two because they're my favorites um these this is all we know right now like they're going to be more coming out and stuff like that but these last two are my favorites um for green lantern we're speculating at the moment that the newest green lantern um who was in young justice um she she's going to be taking up the mantle her name is sir joiner mulligan um sir joiner is one, a dope ass black girl with like a, with like the best, um, the best like fucking outfit of the Green Lanterns. I love her look. I love the, de- the design. But like she also kind of is is a self made lantern because she never really got trained. She just kind of had to learn everything on her own, and she becomes one of the most powerful lanterns in the in the universe by herself and yeah so it's going to be nice to see someone take up the mantle from Hal Jordan who's always been known as the Green Lantern the top most powerful Green Lantern but um as well we also have taking up this has been like a very contented or contended spot that Everybody knew, oh, we know who's going to take it, or we had somebody like we even had a whole comic book series of fighting over who was going to take it. And none of these niggas, sorry, none of these people who uh, who were fighting over it originally have taken it. So, at the mantle of Batman is Luke Fox. I'll say it again at the mantle of Batman is Luke Fox. Not Dick, not Jason, not it. I'll I'll get into that in a second. But it's Luke Fox, the one man who finally rid himself and got out of the family, has been pulled back in to be Batman. Luke Fox, if you guys don't know, is the son of Lucius Fox. To give you kind of a reference, Morgan Freeman from Dark Knight, he had a son, and his son became Batwing. But then Batwing was like, "I'm kind of done with this, yo," and he gave up his suit and now he's back as batman because here's why i think the conversation kind of went like this hey luke what's up we need you to be batman um no so yeah that can't happen you're gonna have to be batman (laughs) wait 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 all right so i'm gonna ask you a quick question why can't dick grayson do it Oh, he has amnesia and no longer wants to be a superhero. Okay, okay, okay. What about Jason Todd? <sighs> yeah, he's kind of out of the family because he shot Penguin in the head. Okay. Okay, okay. Alright, I got you. What about Tim Drake? <sighs> he kind of cut ties with the family. He's going by just the Drake now. God. Alright, alright. What about his son, Damien? no okay alright um so what about Orphan who alright alright Batwoman Batwoman could be Batman yeah she's the Carol Danvers of of DC nobody likes her um what about never mind no Azrael are you sure it's gotta be me yeah what about Batman Incorporated all of them are gone retcon ah so yeah it's 
Well, he and then he asks, "What about Duke Thomas?" Yeah, metahuman. He can't be Batman. Fuck. All right, so Luke Fox is our new Batman by exo facto elimination. <laughs> um, hopefully, hopefully we get some good detective stories out of it. Luke was always a good detective when he was battling his villains. Um, as Batwing, he liked doing detective work, and he he just used the Batwing suit as like kind of like make sure he doesn't get his ass kicked by metahumans. So yeah. Um, I think this should be about it uh yeah we're gonna do a few things or so we're gonna talk about stuff and let me see how, what's our run time right now oh uh, we're about 50 minutes yeah yeah this is about this we're, we're good to wrap it up around here all right so again just to let you guys know you can uh <laughs> yeah just getting yeah i would love to see it too man like it's gonna be nice like when they're coming out with it it's gonna be just real different so yes uh, i i can't wait for it to kind of drop um so yeah, so as I told you again, um, just to plug myself, just to let you guys know, Spabo's Block, now, under the mantle of my new my new production agency, Wonderground Media Network, um, you guys can catch me on all social medias um, under Bobo FNN, so Twitter, Facebook, and of course, Instagram, um, and you can go ahead and follow me on my YouTube page, go ahead and like, subscribe, at the Friendly Neighborhood Nerd Bobo. Go ahead and hit up my Patreon campaign, patreon.com forward slash Bobbo, and that will be able to give you the information on how to support me directly, and you guys will be able to kind of help me bring more content to you, and also bring you guys more projects that I've been working on and also want to green light, but just don't have everything in order. So yeah, so we'll go ahead and work that out, and we'll talk that out if you guys want to help me out with things like that of that nature. Uh, this was actually a pretty fun experiment. I do want to thank you guys who on Instagram Live who stuck around and kind of chatted with me. Thank you guys for um, <laughs> dealing with all of this weirdness. But yeah, I know I, I was a little bit long-winded, but that's kind of how podcasts go. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys know that I will be back again on Monday at 2 p.m. And I will be here with another episode of Bobbo's Block. So... For me, your friendly neighbor, Nerd the Bobble, want to thank you guys for kicking it on the block with me, and I will see you next week. Peace.